Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. This cast is part of the Geek Media, www.thegeekmedia.com. James, me, Dan Parker. I just got back from camp. The worst days of my life, I was sick with the two noisiest boys in my cabin. I couldn't sleep every night. It was hard. I slept at a big spring mattress that made a lot of noise. And I slept on a wood floor, too. Bye. How you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast, episode 44 by my count, brought to you the week of November 19th, 2007. Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we will forever be telling funny life stories and inviting you to do the same. And I'm your host. My name is James, and it is my illustrious opportunity and privilege to introduce you to our co-host. This is Mr. Lynn Peralta from Jawbone Yay. Radio. Dun, dun, Hello, dun. James. How you doing, man? I wanted to get the Windows ta-da sound, but I forgot. <laughs> that was, you know, that's that's perfect. That's what I've been <laughs> striving for my entire life is is to uh, have a Windows 3.1 sound whenever I enter a room. <laughs> I need to do that. Cause I got this brand new little soundbite thing where I can punch buttons and get sounds, and I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't take full advantage of it like I should have. But uh, we're so glad that you decided to come on our show. I mean, I had. Well, to, I'm so I'm so glad that you decided to ask me. It's, a, it's I had honor. to level up as a podcaster in order to even get the guts to ask you. Like, nah, like, <laughs> yes, yes, that usually is the case. I usually have to, you have to go through my people, and there's a, there's, a, there's a long there's a long process. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a there's a process that's involved. So. Oh man! Well, we're excited. Um, I before we get too much into it, I owe I have to let people know I made a faux pas last week. Our uh, episode wasn't supposed to be hosted by or uh, was it not hosted? Sponsored by Anonymous. He wanted me to tell you his name, um, and I should have actually. His name is Dofin. So Dofin of ELR fame uh, sponsored our show last week. This week, episode forty-four is sponsored by Carrillo, and he had a message he wanted me to read. Uh, Davis for life. Davis till wife. T. Roosh is my brother from another mother. It technically makes him Asian. Don't try to write me a 250 when I talk about my Davis hole. I don't know what I just said there, but hopefully it's good. Um, there are a select group of people who know what I'm talking about, and I'm not in them. James, you're doing a great job for many people. Bring laughter to the masses. As someone said long ago, it doesn't feel right getting this stuff for free, so I'll be dominating. Uh, my share from time to time. Thanks for the laughs. Keep it up, Carrillo. So thank you, Carrillo, for sponsoring episode 44. 
Appreciate nice. it. Yeah, he's a um, he's half Korean and half white boy. So, <laughs> that's wonderful. Good for him. Yeah, <laughs> more we, power to you. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of half Korean listeners. It's amazing. It's like they can't get get it together to be a whole Korean, but <laughs> I, you know. I, so I'm glad they I'm glad they're clinging. See, I'm straight white all the way. I have no heritage to be proud of anyway. Uh, yeah. At all, so and this is well. My kids, my kids are are, are mixed as well. So Amazing. I guess they could uh, they could really uh, uh, dig with the Dolphin there. So well, I, I have come to terms with. I actually work in an inner city church, and uh, and I have a lot of a uh, lot of diversity around me. And I, I came to terms. It's all right to be white. It really is. Yes, and, it is and the okay. only reason why it's okay to be white is because when you're white and you're trying not to be. That's when you realize it really is all right. It, it just stop, <laughs> stop being the poser. So anyway, um, so tell me, uh, for those of you that don't know, and everybody should, uh, Lynn is hailing from Jawbone Radio at jawboneradio.com, recently voted the best podcast in Cleveland and quite possibly the entire state. Yeah, that is, that, that is a huge, huge honor. And, and I'm, you know, I, I was telling, I was like I was telling you before the show, James, is that, you know, there, it, it, it's kind of like there are no really other podcasts in Cleveland. You're being you know, so, so it's kind of like a mayoral race where nobody is running against you where you're unopposed. It's, do you even need to throw a party for that kind of stuff, or do you need? To, does anybody even need to show up? And well, somebody make thought a big it was deal? awesome. Well, like, I hope so. That's like in Macon. I I, grew, I lived for a while there, and there was this wiener stand two or three doors down, and and they were voted on this on this documentary as the best hot dogs in America or whatever, or in, yeah. or in the state. I don't even. And they threw this huge block party, and I'm like, how many different kinds of hot dogs are there really? You know, they just have you tasted them. one that's just so mind blowingly good that you would have to just this. You know, you take a bite after know. one bite, you'd say this is the best hot dog I've ever eaten in my entire life. <laughs> Get get them on get get the best people on the line there. Let's get them. Uh, let's get this whole thing rolling because I think it's going to be this. People have got to come out here and taste this. As a matter of fact, let's let's start a block party with this thing here. <laughs> I think this is going to be great. Well, these hot dogs were pink on the outside, red, and then in the center they were brown, and it's because they would dye these suckers to be the color they wanted <laughs> well, them to be. Well, so. you know, part of, part of the criterion for being the best hot dog in the country is dyed, being dyed. <laughs> As long as the meat is being, dead, being too toned, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Have a, a, a rich caramel center in your hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> that would sound good, you know. <laughs> Cover it with uh, melted butter and maybe some caramel. Mmm, mm. <laughs> it's like Reese's or something. I don't know. Oh man! Uh, so I you, see this. I see that as being the next Halloween candy it's, of the next it's generation. The next best hot dog in America is what it there is. There we go. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, hot dog idol. You vote them off. The <laughs> <show. laughs> That was what you need. You need some, uh, some, you know, some, some uh, English guy that's like sitting. You know, he could have that Chef Ramsay guy. That he could be the guy. And Emerald, Emerald, and uh, yeah, a few other guys. It'd be awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, um, tell us a little bit of – oh, well, first let me finish my promo for you. If you haven't listened, you you 1,200 to 1,600 people, go listen to Jawbone Radio. It's it's not – it is not nobody's listening. It is not a comedy show, but it is often funny. His wife's amazing and sarcastic, and, and, and uh, my wife actually likes her a lot. So – and she's the re- – your wife is the reason my wife decided to do my podcast, my other show with me. But tell us oh. a little bit about Monsters by Mail before, uh, before we continue. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, here. yeah. Well, you know, uh, Monster by Mail is is something that I started uh, in the spring, uh, in uh, probably around March or April. And uh, basically, what it is is you go to monsterbymail.com and uh, you order a monster, and I'll draw it for you. <laughs> That's essentially it. It's awesome. It's the it's twenty five bucks, and right now the theme is black and white, so you get like a little black and white drawing of a monster, um, and uh, and it's gotten it's gotten a lot of press, and 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 it actually is more successful than I ever dreamed it would be. It was just this kind of weird fluke of something that happened. It just happened to be at a good time. Um, and there's actually looking. We were expecting a child in the fall, which we just we just had a baby in. Uh, uh, two weeks ago, yesterday, yep. and uh, and we were looking for ways to pay for the uh, healthcare since I'm self-employed, and uh, I thought, you know what, I'm I'm going to try selling these monsters and just see what happens. You know, I would sell 150 of them. You know, that that might be enough to pay for the for the for the birth of the baby, and we'll see what happens. And um, it just took off, though, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was funny. The night before we actually put the site live, my wife and I, Nora and I, were talking. We we're like, I don't know. You think this is like a huge risk or? Like, does that mean I make a fool out of myself? Like people don't want to, you know, because nobody knows who I am. I mean, maybe some people know, who listen to Jonathan Colton, maybe and have seen the art that, or, or maybe seen some of the other work I've done there. They may have seen it, but I'm not assuming that I'm like this household name at any, you know. So, mm-hmm. so all of a sudden, like I put it on and I started getting orders, and then like within like a week, I sold out of everything. Like the site wasn't even a week old, and everything had uh, sold. That's awesome. So I was like, wow, dang, I got to do this again, and. And uh, so yeah, I've, I've uh, since I started, I started doing. Uh, I, I almost drawn about. I think it's almost nine hundred. I've oh drawn almost nine hundred monsters. I'm going to yeah. do the math on that when we get off the show. <laughs> Be good luck drool. because some of them were. Some of it's, it's been kind of weird. It's, it's kind of a weird uh, math thing. I don't even know if I can figure out how well, much. Well, out of all yeah. of those, it, I do a similar little thing. Actually, it was because Scott Johnson was was motivated by your influenced by you. I was influenced yeah. by Heroes for You, and I do a little thing where I draw nobodies. Um, I saw that. Yeah. One thing I'm really curious about: you've done 900 of these suckers. Have you ever had anybody just flat out demand, "This is not what I wanted. I want my money back. You stink." Uh, luckily, no. Awesome. I've been waiting for that moment. Though. Yeah, I have um, too. <laughs> uh, sometimes, you know, I'll, I, I will like they like. It's gotten to the point where people are sending me pictures of themselves, or pic- they want to be zombies, so they'll send a picture of themselves. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll just get an order, and then there'll be no like picture associated with it, so I'll just draw whatever. Yeah, and then they'll be like, "Oh no, that's not what I wanted." I, you know, and it's actually a cool drawing. But I'm like, well, whatever. You know, I mean, I'll just do it over. Well, they only I mean, paid 25 bucks, and they're getting, yeah, they it? get the real art. That's the thing that blows my mind. Yeah, they get they oh. get an original, and and uh, and it's 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 been kind of a neat thing. I I, I don't know what's going to happen with it. Um, obviously, the the motivation behind it, the uh, the birth of the of our of our daughter was mm-hmm. was kind of the motivation behind it, and that's kind of behind us but you know it's it's been really popular people seem to like it and i, I keep getting hits and orders and stuff like that so i'm just going to keep it open so yeah so check it out at monsterbymail.com speaking of your little baby girl is it kateri 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 elizabeth peralta so congratulations yes yes kateri is the lily of the mohawks she's a she's a she's not a saint yet but she's a blessed kateri she's a she's a mohawk uh 
uh, saint. Well, she's saint, gorgeous. I saw the video, and I'm like, you know, those C-section babies are just stinking awesome because <laughs> they don't have my, my little mutant came out, and she's gorgeous now, but she just her eyes were swollen shut. You know, the birth canal is not a friendly place. So, <laughs> congratulations. Mine's Thank coming. You so much. Mine's coming in March. I've got a little girl that's almost. Oh, three. congratulations! Got a little boy coming March fourth, and so oh, I got that's one of my. Each. That's yeah, it. that's like the day after my son's birthday. I've got, I've got. Uh, this will be our sixth child. I so. heard. Oh, it's crazy. There were five in my family though, so I can yeah. relate a little bit. <laughs> if we had, if we'd had six and lost one, it would have been the same. So there you go. There oh you go. man. Well, before we get too far into the end of the show, it's time for this. What's been going on? Here's your weekly update. It's my. All right, it's time for weekly updates, and that's where we give you something funny, crazy, weird, disturbing from the last seven days or so. Uh, since you're the guest host, I'll let you go first. Oh, well, thank you very much. You know, I was telling you before the show, James, that you kind of like threw me for a loop here because you may actually, may, you know, I usually don't think about my stories or my life, or usually if I do, they usually save them for the show, so for, for our show, for Job on Radio. So Oops. I'm like, I'm like, oh man, you know, my life just recently has been basically just taking care of my my wife and and the baby and the kids and stuff i've been you know because because she had a c-section and because she's uh at home and 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 can't drive or can't really do anything i've been doing everything so my life my my wife my life really (laughs) has has been really kind of nondescript and kind of boring you know i mean i haven't really been doing a whole lot my biggest thing I, i talked about this on our show um Last week was my biggest thing that happened to me. Last week was that I saved thirty dollars on groceries. Like, wow, thirty or thirty dollars, thirty dollars. <laughs> 30. Okay, I okay. saved thirty dollars on groceries. That was story a big than deal. Three, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I started thinking about it. I started thinking, you know what? Uh, this is good time because the week before, it's the week before Thanksgiving, or the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving being on Thursday, and I thought, you know, this is really about family. This is really about. Just you know, some really good family stories. So I started thinking about. It got me thinking about my own family growing mm-hmm. up and things like that and things that would happen. Um, and this past week, uh, I've been. I was able to sneak away and play a little bit of a video game. I don't know how big of a video game player you are. Oh, I think. Yeah. I think you are a big video game player. I am uh, when I can afford to be. I have a week. <laughs> you listen to Extra Life, so you've got to be some sort of a gamer uh-huh. at some point. So, um, so the deal of the week last week was that the Super Mario Galaxy came out. Oh, right? yes, I got uh, that. for mm-hmm. for the Wii. Have Have you played it yet? Yes, I've got like forty four, forty one stars already. You are nuts, dude! How do dude. you do that? But, that's, but that's, I haven't played I've, that much. That's the crazy thing. It's just intuitive. I I just really enjoyed it. I've only got like thirty some, and I'm like killing myself. I'm like, oh man, I suck. But it's like you know, so I'm playing the game. I was able to steal a couple hours, and what I really like about the game is that it it feels. I I guess for old guys like us, it feels like an old mm-hmm. time game, like the kind of game you remember playing when you were growing up. I've always loved like, the Mario series because of yeah, that, the Mario. Actually. They got it so right on this thing. Ugh. It's so much fun. And, but you know what? In, in the same breath as being fun, it's also really frustrating. And so I'm sitting there playing, and I'm playing with my kids, and they're watching me play and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I'm getting frustrated because there was this one part of the game where I'm jumping around and you're and 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 there's like holes in the ground and sh- and stuff like that, and you're trying to get across. And and, uh, and and I just I kept dying. I kept dying over and over and over again. And I took the Wii remote, <laughs> and I. And, and and I was like I like just I put it instinctively up to my mouth and my kids were like what are you doing dad and it made me remember my brother oh. it was when we would grow up we would be playing video games 
and <laughs> my brother, my older brother, would take these the controller or the handheld game, and he'd put it in his mouth, and he'd bite down as hard as possible. Oh. <laughs> It was just a source of frustration for him. He would just bite down, and he would leave bite marks on, on the controller. Oh, my goodness. Or he'd leave bite marks on, the, like, the electronic quarterback game. And so my kids thought that was the greatest thing in the world. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you accidentally shot yourself with your Wiimote and committed suicide in front of your family. So that good. would be something. That, that, would, that be, would be something. That would be horrifying. No, he just, you know, I, it's just, you know I don't, for some reason, he would just, we were just – we would just bite down as hard as we can uh, on these controllers. And I'm thinking, hey, this is perfect. This Wiimote, actually, this nunchuck fits really nicely in your mouth. Unlike <laughs> the ColecoVision controllers, it apparently which also, are a little bit bigger. It also fits <laughs> well in your nose, apparently, from uh, Scott's la- latest comic with Ryan. You know, that thing gave me a nightmare. I mentioned that on my other other show. I I dreamed about because we went to the hippie store to get the the neti pot and I found these yeah. nose candles yeah and, yeah uh, yeah our ear candles well that combined with that comic of the thing in his nose and all of a sudden I'm had dreaming about people with these smoking ear candles shoved in their nose and and they're smoking them like doobies and all kinds of stuff <laughs> so I'm gonna get an email my nine year old doesn't know what a doobie is. I don't know. We'll take him to the hippie shop yeah. and buy him a nose pot. My he'll, wife he'll hates be all over that. I call it the hippie store, but <laughs> but no, man. Is is it just me or is the control just the fact that they're split and your hands can be rested by your side while you're playing Mario Galaxy? Is that just not the awesomest thing in the world? I love it. It's, you can, yeah, you can play for hours and hours and on end. I, I, I had my little girl. I found out about the second player option, you know, with the other Wiimote. Oh, and yeah. I put my little two-and-a-half-year-old daughter to work collecting star bits for me and she's not real great at it. she just kind of because the first game she ever played on it was tennis and so she still thinks that's what you do she's swiping it back and forth <laughs> so you every now and then see this yellow star zip past and she randomly will get one and no, then, no, and then see, she'll hear this, it on her remote and she'll go i did it i got one you know this is what you got to do is you got the kids got to get a little bit older because i got my sons working for me on this thing and they can like they looking freeze enemies for me so i can awesome. run through and stuff it's awesome, awesome dude you gotta get her growing <laughs> up she i'm trying to uh, but this is important this is time that i'm investing so i can have that later i have there to, you go i'm gonna i want to <laughs> i want to graze a gamer gal some some dude some geek in the future some well some very rich man that's very nice to women is going to marry her and he's going to love go. me because of this there time, you go so. That's my theory. Anyway, I, I didn't do much this week either. Um, my, my weekly update was going to be that I got attacked by a gas uh, dispenser. What do you call those? The, the, where do you get gas? The, uh, the, the gas the island. Pump. Yeah, the gas pump. Thank you. I was I was doing the thing. You put it in there. You push the button, and you let it do its thing. Uh, when it tops off, it pops, right? Mm-hmm. Well, when it did, the hose disconnected up up at the oh. top and fell at my feet and gas just splashed everywhere. <laughs> That's like a fear of mine, actually. I, I don't know, you know, because there's that little disconnect thing where I guess if you pull off from the pump, it'll disconnect the hose without, you know, making gas fly everywhere. But this thing just randomly comes up. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? I need to tell somebody. Yeah. So there's this lady dumping trash, and this is, this is an inner city gas station. Uh, it's important I mention that because – I I work in I live in one place, work in another, and and it's just the hood is a great place. Um, but typically, you don't always have people. You have jaded people working because they deal mm-hmm. with a lot of 
a lot of stuff. So anyway, this lady, she is totally unimpressed that I've that I've damaged this uh, this gas pump, and she's like, I was like, ma'am, I feel like I need to tell you this this thing just popped, and she's like, well, I'm just going to I'm just going to bag it, and and then I realized that that's what there that must be a name for what they do because I've seen that you know I'm I've seen bag it? yeah I've seen the bag over the <laughs> the handle before and and I think all of us have that just they don't even say out of order they just put a bag over the handle oh yes that's and, right and so I guess that's so common that that's just the lingo when you're working huh, at, I, the, you know, that's, at the quick that's trip. like one of my biggest fears of ha- is having that happen. The biggest, you know, like one of my one of the fears is having that happen when I'm dressed in a suit, getting ready to go to like a wedding or something. Absolutely, and have that spill all have the gas spill uh, over you. And well, I smell like gas smell. for the whole day. It was terrible. It's on my feet and hands, and and it's just terrible. But that that's not even my weekly update. The big thing was I went. I was at a Fazoli's, which if you're not aware of that, this thing goes all over the world, including Dubai. I just found out. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, Fazoli's is a place to go if you don't know how to make spaghetti for your own self. It's uh, it's not fast food. It's it's good food fast, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. And um, I was there, and I went to the restroom, and I saw somebody saw somebody's feet in the stall in the big handicap area and i was about to go do my business and this it's a lady it's a worker lady and she, and the, there's keys on the floor there's some cleaning equipment and I, I guess she thought i mean i saw her soon enough i was nowhere near being indecent or anything yet um but she acted like i was a, a predator like i had walked into her bathroom <laughs> And for a moment, I thought I had, but she she kind of squeezes past me like I'm this giant, hairy, monster, scary man and runs out, leaves her keys on the floor, leaves everything out there. And so I was like, okay, and I, I got done, and, and I walked out, and she's standing right outside the door, apparently not frightened, not scared, but uh, I, I don't know. It was just more than her being uncomfortable. It wasn't just that. It wasn't like she didn't even look at me or talk to me or anything and made me feel dirty inside. It really did. So she thought you were a demon. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she probably just got through with some sort of training course, you know. And I don't know if I was her, I would not be cleaning the boys' bathroom. Period. And I'm sure that's yeah. why she didn't want to do it. And her worst nightmare came true, you know. And so anyway, that that's pretty much that. But uh, enough of that. It's time for this. It's the featured story. All right. Well, it's uh, you're the guest host, man, and no more pre- or a little more pressure for you. Now yeah. you've got to perform the amazing featured story. Well, you know, <laughs> I actually did prepare, and I actually was, you know, you know, usually I don't prepare, which is, you know, it's just kind of a big deal for me. So, but this story, it. you know, I want to tell you this story because once again, it being Thanksgiving this week and family, you're going to see a lot of family. I wanted to do a family story. And for those of you who, you know, who are going to listen to this story, you're going to think it's real sappy. You're going to think it's real, yeah, uh, this is real, this is sappy and everything. But, you know, bear with me. I'll I'll just just want to say that. Bear with me because you'll get the payoff at the end. There's some good stuff here at the end. So, but I want to talk about just the, you know, we, we just had a baby two weeks ago. Amazing. Amazing. Once again, I mean, this is going to be the sixth time I've gone through it. It's every time. It's just it just floors me. It's just amazing. Uh, uh, and, uh, and but I, what I want to talk about is the very first time we 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 had a child. Uh, this was uh, I was barely twenty five years old. I was mm. really young. I was only twenty four years old. 
uh, and uh, you know, here I am a dad. And, uh, you know, I didn't really, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, and you can kind of, you know, for those of you who don't have kids, you maybe can't really, uh, you know, relate to this. I know, James, you have, you have, some, ch- you have some children, you have another one on the way. Yep. So you can kind of relate to this. And you just can't, every time you tell someone a story like this, you just, you can't really relate to them how exactly it works. But, you know, how exactly you feel and the feelings because you sound always sappy. <laughs> but I- I'm going to do the best I can here to tell you exactly what happened because, you know, here I am, this 24-year-old punk, uh, you know, freshly married, freshly, you know, just, just ready to have a kid here. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. You never do. Yeah, and, uh, and I thought, you know, I thought I was prepared. You know, I thought this was great. You know, we, I mean, and, and you want to talk about, like, just, a, a, you know, a, an experience. My wife, for our first baby, was in labor for 27 hours. That means I was up for over about 48 hours because oh. I went to work that morning and by night we were in the hospital and I didn't go to bed until Saturday. So we went in on, I, I, I went in on Thursday night and I didn't get to bed till Saturday. That's how oh. long this of a labor oh. you kind of figure out how that is. For 12 of those hours, okay, I was rubbing her back because she was, had major back pain while she was, she was going through contractions. So I, 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 for like every five minutes or so, I'd be up. I'd be rubbing her back. I'd had a bunch of like uh, lotion on my back to kind of like help her out there, and I did it. I did that for seven hours straight, Goodness and it was so funny because I, in the morning, I woke. I woke. I, well, I was I was up all night. You know, I woke up and I saw the, the nurses. I shook the, the new nurse's hand, and she said, "Man, you have the softest hands." I've ever felt. Well, that's because for seven hours, I've been putting lotion on it and rubbing my wife's back for seven it, hours. It puts the lotion on its hand. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin and then it, and then it has the hose again or else it gets the hose again. No, it's, but it was like, you know, so here, you know, gosh, can I remember a 24-year-old kid, mm. and then, you know, rubbing the back of his wife, you know, trying to be as supportive as he can. And I'm going through this. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Here we are, you know. She's, you know, she goes through all this labor. She's not really, nothing's progressing. It's like, oh my gosh, what's, when's this going to happen? And then all of a sudden, you know, like probably like uh, of like the next morning or like, you know, sometime early Saturday morning, everything just kind of happens, you know? And, you know, I don't, you know, and James, you can probably remember this. I mean, it just, you're just not really prepared for what's going to happen. You know, you're, you're standing there and, and, and all of a sudden you hear the crying and, and, and. And I have to tell people this 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 is part of the story that is that is unique to me, and I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but this is what I think is the magic of having children and having a family and and the joy of a family is when that baby was born my my son, who is going to be thirteen this year when when he was born, when that moment that he came out of my wife and was in the room was in a physical place where I could actually see him. There, is, there was this feeling, electrical, literal electrical feeling that was in the room that I cannot even explain to you. And mm. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna sound like I'm like, it's like preaching or crazy or whatever. I'm telling you, there was this electrical vibe in the room that I felt. And when my son came out, I saw him, and for like about a week after he was born, it was as if everything made sense to me mm. you know like you're usually going through life everything's so distracting right. there's all these noise there's white noise everywhere and just so distracting it was it was it was as if that moment being you know being a 24 year old guy someone had opened up a window 
And now I was looking through this window and I could see, oh, yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> I know everything I was looking at made total sense. And then for about a week afterwards, I had this euphoric feeling of like, wow, this is really amazing. You know, And then slowly but surely, that window came down <laughs> and it just it closed again and then I lost it. Mm-hmm. I don't know where everything went, but I was able to see for a brief moment that everything made sense. So it's just this amazing moment in the hospital, 27 hours of labor, seven hours of that, rubbing my wife's back. So you got to figure, finally I'm able to go home, get some sleep. It's like four or five in the morning on Saturday morning, and I'm getting ready to leave. And this is the part of the story where I'm telling you, yeah, this guy may sound sappy to you. He may sound a little bit sappy, but you know what? This is the part you've been waiting for. So I'm walking out of the hospital. And I was reminded of this story, mind you, because I was just there at the same hospital two weeks ago. So it reminded me fresh in my mind of what happened. I'm walking out of the hospital. I had been confined in that room for almost for 27 hours. So I'm walking out. And I realize that, man, you know, my stomach is like, I'm like, I, feel, I just really need to fart. <laughs> I guess... And I got, you know, it's like I got this like huge oh fart in my in my system, and you know what? I'm gonna let it right out. So I'm walking through the garage. I go outside. I'm going to the car. Luckily, I had parked on the on the on the first floor. Uh. I walk out of the of the room, and here here's this guy, 24 year old kid who had just gone through this big, huge, life changing event. You know, ah, oh, the window open, all this stuff. One. Thinking about all this, all this stuff has happened to me, and I just let loose, dude. I just <laughs> whip one. Like it's the loudest. I think I think people heard it in the next county. It was so loud. I mean, not only was it loud, it was long. I'm talking like about two minutes. You're setting off Literally. car alarms. And- <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was long. Mm. So so I just rip it. And I was like, and at that exact moment, at the very crescendo of that loud moment, <laughs> I look over to the side. And there's a woman smoking. <laughs> and she like jerks her head real quick to look at me. We make eye contact. I'm like, well, I just had a baby. Going? I don't care. I just had a baby. The we just had a baby, man. The world makes sense, dadgummit. <laughs> the world makes sense. This is what it's all about. Give me that moment. It's free farting for the world. That's right. And there you go. That's the story. Oh. But yeah, it was... It was, it was <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't put that cigarette out real quick. <laughs> There was going to be some flames coming through. Just you know, traveling from the tip of that cigarette <laughs> to the hiney area. Oh my gosh! But yeah, but that's you know. Once again, it's amazing. If you haven't had children yet, well, you just have to try it out for yourself. Let me just ask you this: when you had, when you let it loose, did you feel that same electric feeling in the air? <laughs> it was. Well, I'll tell you, it was more than just electric in the air. <laughs> I think there was some hospital food floating around there too. Oh, and that stuff is terrible. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I totally know what you mean, though. To get not to get too serious again, but that when that because you wait and you're waiting and you're waiting, and then all of a sudden, just boom, there's this there's this thing, there's this kid, and it's like, huh, and you instantly, instantly love it completely, (laughs) and you don't even want to touch it, and but you do, and and uh, I I I know what you're feeling. I just so much stuff, and I'm looking forward to going through it again. 
Oh yeah, you know what? It's it it's still it still is amazing. Now for each successive child, now if you have six here, it's it's been a little bit different for each one. Mm-hmm. That one, the very first time I went through, was this really amazing electric feeling where I felt like a changed person, literally. Right. But you know, but but it it's it's still each one of them is a miracle. They're amazing. Well, I know when I when I heard that heartbeat for the first time on the sonogram, I aged five years in my guts. <laughs> I just felt it. I went from. You know, the last bit of boyhood straight into stinking manhood. And then, yeah, when when we get that kid and you start bringing him home and you're driving home for the first time and you're just yeah. cussing at everybody on the way home, <laughs> don't drive near me. Get away. That's so funny because, you know, you know, I'm thinking about that, too, because it's like in some ways this is there's like a five year gap between our, our, our last baby and, and this baby. Oh, so wow. there is, in some ways it's like starting over again yeah. for us. And uh and it's just so funny because I had forgotten, like, oh, am I going to remember how to how to hold a kid? Am I remember what to do? And it's so instinctual, and like, in some ways, it's almost like, you know, you're a lot more just laid back about things. Yeah. Like, hey, the baby, oh, her head, oh, yeah, right over me. No. <laughs> well, yeah, because the no. first one, you want them to shut up and and sleep, and then when they do, you want to wake them up because you think they're dead. And uh, <laughs> yes. just breathe. Just Are they breathe. still breathing? Yeah. You finally got them to sleep, but you want to wake them up to make sure yeah. they're still alive. Yeah. And this one, I'm just going to be like, whatever. You know, <laughs> first one, and we, we got all these custom diapers. The next one, you know what? We're just going to wrap a, a towel around you. <laughs> yeah. you the know, diaper genie. Did you have that thing? Well, yeah. The diaper genie? Oh, yeah. That's a big load of bumpkiss right there. <laughs> Totally, it's horrifying, especially since nobody in their right mind is going to empty it when it needs to be. You're just going to keep trying to cram them down there. You end up with this braid of poop logs. It's like I waited waited for the genie to show up. Yeah, when's the genie coming to take these out of my house? No way. And they smell. And ah, what blows my mind? If you go to any consignment shop for baby stuff, there's 15 of those suckers sitting there. And and it's like I wouldn't want that. First of all, because there's 15 of them here, it shows me why would I buy your trash. Secondly, <laughs> your baby's unique brand of tar poop was in there. That's another thing they don't tell you about is the tar poop. So yes, all the middle schoolers and moms who get offended by them, I've just introduced your child to tar poop. There you go. It doesn't come off. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's, it's sticky and it's um, uh, oh yeah. and let me tell you the worst thing since we're on the, the baby thing my baby this is just a TMI too much information she has a freckle down on her butt and <laughs> you can only see it when you're doing that unique position of wiping and poor thing early on before we had memorized it or even known it was there the tar poop we wiped and wiped and wiped that spot <laughs> raw trying to get that last little bit of tar poop off <laughs> Ah, I can't get this thing off, man. What? (laughs) (laughs) The baby's like, (laughs) she did shine though, you know, and (laughs) through through the diaper. Oh, anyway. Ah, well, thank you. That was an excellent story, my my good man. Excellent. No, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, here we go. Up next, news. E and female. Anyway, it's time for news E and female, and uh, we have quite a bit of each. First of all, in the news category, um, you know what? I'm, I skipped the live call-in segment, but that's okay. We'll do it right after this, folks. So if you're in the chat room, um, speaking of that, let me back up even one more step and shout out to the people in the chat room. I see Salothius, Miss Lisa's on, Sammy Cracker, welcome. Uh, Ah, baby, 
I uh, oh, hope you enjoy. Baby. Yeah, she's a friend of mine, actually. She's uh, she got a free button this week in the mail. Frosty, oh, nice. good to see you, Habster. Welcome, hey Hab- Frosty. I'm sorry you got kicked off of Survivor, man. Oh, you'll be a good jury guy, though. Habster's an atheist. He had to let me know that, so I pick on him now. Uh, <laughs> Because my theory is when people tell a pastor that that they're an atheist, they're actually saying, hi, I just want to let you know I think you're an idiot. So (laughs) just right up front, let's get that out of the way. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Used to it. Um, Everybody in my church thinks so too. Uh, Jawbone Radio. Man, I haven't seen him before. Welcome. What the hell is he doing here? Get that that guy out of here. He's a troublemaker. And Carrillo's on, uh, the sponsor of this episode. How dare I not mention him? And give him props. Lauren, it's always good to see you. She's moderating as fine as usual. I don't mean fine as in looks. Not to say that you're not. I'm just saying that's not what I said. I meant that you were doing a fine job. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And Ratface, welcome back. Sheep of Dumbs, good to see you too, buddy. Where I need another segment. You need to keep sending those Bible segments. He's he's mutating several Bible stories together, and it's quite funny. <laughs> I didn't ask for it. I think he's kissing up, but it's all right. Uh, let's see. News. Here we go. I have a couples cast I'm doing with my wife, and we released the first official episode this past weekend. It's called GeekLovesNerd.com. Actually, just leave the .com off because that is uh, not the – the URL, that's the name, Geek Loves Nerd. The URL is geeklovesnerd.com, but that wasn't the name. Check it out. It's it's not Nobody's Listening, so don't go over there expecting to laugh your hiney off the entire show. <laughs> but it is an us show, and it's I think by default it's pretty funny. It's the unique combination of a valedictorian who married a C-plus gamer student and uh she she's literally married to the person that she chose at at 16 and that's not fair it's not fair (laughs) but uh, get them young folks get them young that's what i do um and then uh the next bit of news is you can sponsor a show for only five dollars uh, as you saw earlier, you will be named as a sponsor. You will get a special message read, whether you want to pimp your MySpace profile or your blog or your mama. We don't care. Um, <laughs> you will get a button sent in the mail as well and maybe a surprise. You never know. And uh, you could dedicate a show to somebody or have me say something silly like Carrillo did. Thanks, buddy. You used to be my friend. You're not anymore. And then last but not least, check out drawyouapicture.com where you can get your own nobody character. Carrillo is getting his in the mail either tomorrow or the next day, and I'm excited nice. about that one. I mentioned that he was half Korean. He also found out that his his white bread side, he's uh, has Norris descent, so he was a Viking back in the day. So he had me mix a stereotypical Asian fella uh, and with a uh, stereotypical uh Viking, and it's funny because it came out looking a little bit like a Mongolian guy. You know, you You should call him uh, (laughs) Kanorish. Well, he called himself, what is it, Norse Korea, I think was, Norse was his. Korea. And it was pretty funny. Kim Jong-il or something. I don't know. I don't know but it, it worked out good. And uh, if it hadn't been um, commissioned by an Asian fella, I would have felt guilty because he said, dude, I want the tooth, the teeth. I want everything. <laughs> I want. I, he said, I want a Fu Manchu. I want the whole thing. And so he had to send me confirmation. <laughs> I want the low mains coming out of my ears. <laughs> I want the crab rangoon under the arm on the armpits, you know. What? Oh gosh. So it was fun though. It was fun. It was it worked out. So I hope he gets that pretty soon. Um that is all of our news for today. So make sure you check out all that stuff. Also, you know, stop what you're doing, pause the podcast and go over to Jawbone Radio. 
uh, com. Listen to that podcast. Go over to monsterbymail.com. Order. I mean, it's 25 bucks, guys. You ain't going to find a better deal than that anywhere. And, and, you know, if you've only, all the people that are complaining about my site, I can't afford it. Can I get a smaller print? Um, <laughs> you know, like that's going to lower the price. Because. Uh, <laughs> The print's not that expensive. You go over there and spend 25 bucks, and you don't just get a, a Photoshop deal. You get an opportunity to get a real piece of artwork, and that's that's pretty hot. So yes. check that out. And then um, let's see. Let's do a couple of uh, voicemails first, and then we'll go over to the email. Here's a pretty funny one from Blake. Listen to this. Hey, everybody. So let's see. This is Blake from Ohio, and I have a story I think you guys will enjoy. A couple of years ago, my parents decided to take us to a uh, pretty nice restaurant. So we get there. Right after we order, my brother, who was about four at the time, asked if he can go to the restroom. My dad says, sure, and he uh, takes him there. And then he walks back and just lets him do his business, you know. So about two minutes later, my brother comes walking down the hall with his pants down to his knees. And, of course... He's getting all these looks from people wondering, you know, where's his parents? He walks right up to my dad and he says, Daddy, I needed a whitening. Because apparently he did not know how to do that at the time. So, needless to say, that pretty much ruined our night. Thought you guys would enjoy that. I'd like the show. Bye. Yeah, when I first heard it, I missed the part where he was four. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't play this on the show. This is terrifying. But yeah, I oh yeah, don't leave your four year old alone in the bathroom, folks. It's just that's <laughs> the moral of that story. Here's one from Connie. Hi James, and nobody's listening. This is Connie from Ohio. Actually I have a story for you all. Um I'm the fourth of five children and the being the third girl, I never actually got whole good conditioned things in my childhood. I mean I got things passed down from sisters and brothers. I didn't know and, about that. I was first born. Um, for one thing, you know how girls tend to get Barbie dolls. Well, I never actually had a Barbie doll. I had a Barbie doll leg because by that time the dog had chewed up something and the, and the head was gone and the torso was, you know, racked up and... So I had a leg, and it was in pretty good shape. So what I ended up doing was I would pretend that my Barbie was invisible, except somehow her leg missed the invisibility cloak or something. So I would walk around, you know, I'd have the Barbie playing like she was invisible and sticking up, and her leg would be showing. And um, it was... I just never even occurred to me. I was happy. I thought, yeah, I got a Barbie leg. Thanks for letting me share. Bye. Okay, that folks. is so yeah, sad. The show is now being changed to nobody's laughing. That's, that's oh my gosh! <laughs> I thought my wife had it bad because she got she had all these uh, she got these beautiful Wizard of Oz dolls uh-huh. when she was a kid, and it was like her only thing. Her, her she was one of my wife is one of thirteen kids. Oh my gosh! So they had they had like very little money, very little toys. So to get these beautiful hand me down Wizard of Oz dolls was like a big deal. And her brother one day drew a little. Uh, you know, mustaches on every one of them. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought that was sad, but now you're only playing with a leg. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! And this was before Harry Potter and the invisibility cloak. So yeah, this is you're you're having to go. Yeah, that invisibility cloak was was cutting really high <laughs> on the leg gosh. there. How how sad! 
It makes me want to cry. Well, it's like Lilo and Stitch, where she made her own doll and she had to make up this story about an alien laid eggs in his head. I thought that, that was ranks pretty up there bad. with playing with like baking powder or something. You know, talking to Clabber Girl. Hey, Clabber Girl, what's going on? The Quaker Oats guy's my best friend. He's got pretty hair. Jeez. Goodness gracious, poor, poor Connie. We're we're laughing with you, sweetie. I hope you know yes. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, oh, that's sad. Okay, here's one from Caleb. Hello, nobody's listening. It's a little rough. Um, just thought I'd call with a weekly update. Uh, just received my button in the mail. It's awesome. Uh, plus, I thought I'd say we have a fairly big church. Oh, forgot to mention this is the real McCoy slash Caleb. All we have right. a big church. And we were going out of it, and it's a running gag in my family that my mom is not the best driver. And there are three cones at the end of each of each uh, uh, lane in this parking lot. My mom, not noticing it because our big tall van, uh, backs up and then drives right over one. And we were looking behind there and teasing her for knocking over the cones. And then we noticed there were only two. We started hearing a bumping sound. Well, we pulled over. Turns out she picked up another parking cone in our uh, front bumper. So we had to pull that out, and it was fun just teasing my mom about that. So, yep, there's how a traffic cone got stuck in our front fender. This is the real McCoy signing out. Thanks, yeah. Caleb. Yeah, awesome. see, we, we, one of our subtitles at uh, Nobody's Listening is we give the middle schooler a voice. And uh, <laughs> their stories are always unique and interesting. And, uh, and it's always, yeah, it always revolves around embarrassing themselves or someone else. So. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> All right. The rest of them, we do have a few more. We're going to save those for the end of the show because I have a ton of email. You people are so awesome that you keep me busy. Um, I tell you what, before we read email, I want to take a moment and take some calls. So, uh, right now, if you are in Stickham and you have a story to tell of your own, it could be about babies. It could be about whatever you want. Let me, uh, let me get that going here. I should have had it going before the show, but that's the power of editing. (laughs) Okay. If you have a story you want to call in or a comment to make or a question for Lynn, if you were a baby yourself, and you can, <laughs> if you, you played with just the leg of a doll, <laughs> if you caused someone help. else to play with just the leg of a doll, I know my sisters had headless Barbies, and I was kind of feeling guilty about that. But I was a saint compared <laughs> to her sisters. So if you have a story, call in now. This is your chance, your opportunity. The battery is full, and <laughs> and uh, I've got lots of time. So who's calling in? Oh, by the way, I'm an idiot. The phone number is 816-298-0823. They're they're in the chat room going, what's the number? They're typing in all caps. (laughs) Any phone calls? Anybody? You've got an opportunity. I at least want one. Because I don't want to edit out this entire segment, peeps. (laughs) (laughs) I'll call. Hang on a second. (laughs) My brother. Oh, Oh, here we go. All right. Hold on. Let me get it going. Hi, you're all nobody's listening. Who's calling? This is Aaron. Hey, Aaron. How you yeah. doing, bud? Hello? Yeah. All right. How are you doing? 
You have a story for us? Um, yeah, I have one regarding the, like, the warning at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. How it's <laughs> I was listening to it in, in play practice the other day. Uh-huh. And they were going on with this big, like, lovey-dovey part, like, a million times. So I was just listening to the podcast, and then I started laughing so hard, and on one of the stories, and everybody just started staring at me, like, the whole play just stopped. <laughs> See, and I play that warning for a reason, and then people are like, take the warning off. And uh, so I do, because I'm just, I have to do whatever you want me to do, like Strong Bad does on the emails. But there's a reason, because I don't want you guys to get fired. I have caused, this podcast has caused people to sell beer to minors because they weren't paying attention. It has caused government employees to nearly get fired because of a code of silence. It is it has caused cattle rustlers to lose their cattle. I mean, it's just not a good thing. So, sorry, dude. I was trying to help you out there. All right. Well, you know what? It's it's High School Musical. That's you were living the dream, <laughs> and uh, that's one of my favorite movies. Don't tell anybody. All right, bud. Well, thank you for calling. Keep listening or not listening. Bye. Bye. All right. I somebody tried to call in while he was calling so if that was you yeah the podcast cost matter of fact the guy that sold the beer is on the chat room and he said he got a ticket for 250 bucks for selling beer to a minor while he was not paying attention all right here we go hi you're on nobody's listening who's calling hey this is dom is it sheep of dom Then who are you? Marbles. That's not what you said. I said Dom. That's my name. How do you? D-O-M. D-O-M? Yeah. Okay. You're, okay. I I didn't know your real name, man. Don't get <laughs> don't get fresh with me. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, can I ask a question to Len? To who? Your guest host. Yes. Yes. yes absolutely. Go right ahead. Okay. So, you think maybe you could draw me a Kind of uh, a pig's face on a horse's body, kind of thing. A pig's face on a horse's body. I, I yeah, probably I could. He says he probably <laughs> could. And uh, all you have to do, I mean, what what is the process for that? Oh, just go to Monster by Mail and just order pig with a with a with a horse's body. So they they pretty <laughs> much can title the graphic or title it and yeah. send that to you. Yeah, call it call it pig with a horse's body. Okay, I'll know it came from Dom. Okay, and uh, and and then I'll draw it for you. You could also order a little video of it as well, and you yeah. can actually watch the process of it. So yeah. Dom, I don't know if you got all that, but you can uh, you can order that and, and title it, and and it'll be awesome. So yeah, go for it, man. And uh, if you do that, scan it and send me a send me a copy of it or something. Oh yeah, and it makes a great Christmas gift as well. All right. Why? Let me ask you this, Dom. Why? Why a pig with a horse's body or a horse with a oh. pig's face? Uh, okay. Um. Because I'm making a story and I need a picture of that. Ah. I can't Very cool. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. I'd love to help. Awesome. All right, buddy. Well, go to monsterbymail.com, man. Yep. Check it out later. Last time. Last time. La 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 la. Five, four, three. three. Too. If you're gonna call in and you're and you need more time, type it. Sorry, guys. Okay, that's it. 
<laughs> All right, we're taking it down. Quick roll. There we go. $30,000, folks. $30,000. Let's hear it for the people out in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> All that money goes to help the kids out at the, at the farm. That's right, Wonderful. with the thing in the, in the Walmarts. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. White Man Jack says, when I was at summer camp, there was this guy. Let's call him Lucifer, as everyone else does. When we went down to bed one night, Lucifer kept screaming, yes, shut up, to everyone if they made the slightest noise, as in a crinkle of the sleeping bags or an exhale. Then he'd get up and walk around with his football, hitting people with it, and then when he finally quietened down, he started yelling questions at me, and I didn't answer many of them. The next morning, I woke up with a very bad feeling in my stomach, and although I'm not sure, I think he kapowed me as revenge for being silent. (laughs) There you go. There you go, the voice of the middle schooler crying out. Lucifer will do that to you. Why don't you read Adam's there? He would be Okay, honored. this comes from Adam. Uh, he says, okay, here's my attempt number two. Uh, I went down in the kitchen to see if we... I didn't really even know he had number one. There, but I anyway, think I, I edited I went, it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I went down into the kitchen to see if we had any bacon in the fridge. I was in a hurry and swung the door open, then not realizing it would come back, I stuck my head in to look around. Then it flew back and kapowed me in the head. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. You know, kap- yeah, this is White Maid Jack still. I'm sorry. I, I formatted it weird. So, oh, okay. So okay, got, so this is... He got whacked is, in the head with his own uh, freezer door. That's pretty awesome. Well, that's why you should never be in a hurry to eat bacon, people. Bacon is not a quick <laughs> food. It's a slow, okay. patient man's food. So you want me to read Adam's here? Yes, my bad. Okay, so, okay, so he says... Uh, uh, it's it's Adam basketball head on the forums. I've got another story. Some people on the forums may already know this, but for those of you who don't, here it is. Okay, my lunch friend Philip asked me to get him some ketchup, so I, I I get up and go get ketchup packets. I come back and my shirts are long are long in the front, so the front flew up a little, and I sat a little too close to the front of the table where my open milk carton was. <laughs> the shirt caught my open milk carton and it tipped over in the front of my pants, on top of my pants, the bottom of my shirt. Some milk seeped through the zipper in my jeans. <laughs> that was the coldest thing I've ever felt. Aww. Well, I can, you know, I can, I can, I can imagine that'd be pretty cold. <laughs> See, like I said, we're, we're the voice of the middle schooler. Hey, James, David, and Missed Amy. Um, I was just wanted to say I love your podcast. I wanted to write a little story. About, I had about your podcast. I was on iTunes looking up songs and the song Nobody's Listening. And while that, I saw your podcast that said free. Who doesn't like free stuff? So I downloaded the pilot episode. But the first episode I fully listened to was Puke from Heaven. And I got to <laughs> say, it was the most hysterical thing I've ever heard in my life. So one day, I had to go down to Mexico for a family reunion thing. I had to take along one of my cousins. And this was fine because I had my iPod and he had his. So while we were driving to Mexico, my cousin decided he wanted to listen to whatever I was listening to. And I was listening to Puke from Heaven, and I was somewhere right before the recap song. Well, my cousin fell in love with the song because he kept listening to it over and over and over again uh, to the point where we both knew the whole song by heart. That's, <laughs> and that's one of the better recap songs. By the time we arrived, my head really hurt bad, and I couldn't stand the recap song anymore, which I had fallen in love with right before he ruined it. We were at the restaurant. Uh, we told our other cousins about it, and they wanted to hear it. And somehow we got stuck singing the entire song in front of everybody together. So after the whole thing, we were back in the car, and believe it or not, we were back to listen to that stupid puke song from heaven again. Uh, eventually I got so sick, I just uh, listened to his iPod instead. Let's just say I did not listen to episode 12 for a very long time. Hope you guys enjoyed this as much as I didn't. <laughs> Danny. <laughs> well, thanks, Danny. 
yeah, re- episode 12 was one of my brother and I's favorite back when he was still doing the show with me. And back when we were still doing recap songs, that one is uh, is, is a gem. <laughs> so, yeah, go go get sick and listen to, to recap song episode number 12. <laughs> So we used to do recap songs where we'd recap the entire show in freestyle song, and it just started getting complicated <laughs> after my brother went to Ireland. So uh, uh, let's see. What about Brandy in Kansas? Let's look at Brandy in Kansas. Yeah. That's what she says. She says, hey, everyone, I just heard episode 38 where you talked about my delightful U-Haul experience. I'm so glad you used my story on the show. I can't wait until I'm fully caught up so I can start submitting stories regularly. I only listened to 38 today because my friend told me uh, I'd want a button. Hey, all right. Yeah. I can't wait to uh, get a, get the button. I'll put it on my bag so everyone can see what I'm listening to. Thanks so much, Brandy in Kansas. Yeah, and you should have got that this week, Brandy. And uh, thank you for listening. And get caught up. I only listened to your show because my friend said I was on it. That's a true fan. Right <laughs> that's a true that's, fan. That's the sign of a, a fan. I tell you, I, I I haven't experienced pod fade, but apparently my listeners are. So it's it's, it's it's exciting. Rusty pencil, brand new listener says or submitter anyway. In the seventh grade, my friend Paul and I would go to the boys' restroom after school to change for basketball practice because we didn't have a locker room. Now before I go on, I have to explain the layout of the bathroom. No, you don't. So here and I, Paul were changing, and we took off. He took his pants off. To put on his basketball pants, he threw his pants over the open stall door that blocked off the passage. As he did, he said in a deep, fake romantic voice, I won't be needing these anymore. (laughs) (laughs) After he did that, the the door slowly creaked shut from the force of his pants hitting them. Oh, my goodness. I skipped part of it. Anyway, there, there, there was a point where he said, oh, dude, that would be funny if Mr. Smith, our science teacher, was standing out there. And as he said that, the door slowly creaked shut. And sure enough, there was Mr. Smith using the urinal and staring at us. So <laughs> I don't know if that's good for this show or not. You might need to report Mr. Smith. <laughs> All right. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, that's Dr. Smith. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. What I uh, let's do one more. Why don't you read Rob's and then we'll be, we'll call it a day. <clears throat> okay, so Rob says I recently learned of your podcast. I'm listening from the very beginning. Well, that's good. It's better than starting right in the middle there. Uh, but the stories you guys tell are great. I especially like the podcast about the basement ghost. I've enjoyed scaring the mess out of people since I was a kid. I think it's my father's fault. One in particular took place when I was in eighth grade. This was in 1984. So. Sounds like he's a little bit older guy. I was attending my church youth group's Christmas party. It was a white elephant gift exchange. I received a set of plastic bloodshot eye covers. Cool. I showed them to my dad when he picked me up from the party and he quipped, I should show them to my mom, but I have to wait until morning because she had already gone to bed. The next morning, I got up early and heard my folks in the room, so, so I donned the eyes and entered their bedroom. My mom and her uh, had her back to me. I said, good morning. She turned to reply and instead screamed, clutching her heart and yelled, Oh, my God, what happened to your eyes? (laughs) She was so upset, she fell down out of her bed and hit her face for mine. She laughed when she learned about the eyes and thought it was funny, but I scared her on at least two more occasions. Thanks for the great show, Rob. Oh, my gosh. See, that's why you got to be careful with those moms and grandmas, for that matter, (laughs) because you're not just scaring them. You're making them think that they brought you to term for no reason at all. There you go. That sounds like 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 an America's Funniest Home Videos moment right there. I did that to an old lady one time. I I had the... uh, I had creamer, like a little 
little thing oh, of creamer yeah. and I had the <laughs> fork and I did the yeah. whole bleeding but instead of doing it suddenly where it squished I decided I was going to be all subtle and I and I I squeezed it very slowly and I made this noise like oh god oh god and I just hear <laughs> she shakes a full body shiver she gets all in my face and I just fear her breath on me and she goes oh sweet jesus <laughs> I literally scared her to her core, and I immediately, I just had to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, I did not mean to frighten you. Do not call down the wrath of our Heavenly Father upon me. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, that, I think, is the end. Oh. Well, thank you so much. Lynn, for being on our show, man. I appreciate, I appreciate being here. Thanks for asking me on. And uh, don't forget, folks, you can check us out at NLCast.com. You can visit our forums and all that stuff, our social network that we ripped off Better Podcasters, the Ning thing. Call us with your stories, 816-298-0823, any time of the day. Email us at nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. And leave an iTunes review. Tell a friend. You know how it goes, people. Show Show your love any way you can. Because uh, no matter how many listeners we get, ultimately, the real truth is that nobody's listening. All right. Nice. Another one in the bag. Dad Nice. Just, just at an hour. Woohoo. <sighs> I feel at peace. <laughs> here calling from the frozen tundra that is Canada. Um, the other day, me and my wife actually went out uh, doing some Christmas shopping a bit early. Anyway, we went to Toys R Us and went to pick up our uh, little one, a tricycle, first bike. I'm not sure if it works the same way down there, but here, what you do is if there's a, one of those ticket items where you take a little tag and you take it to the, uh, to the front desk for, uh, to pay for it, you end up getting... Um, go around to the back where there's a warehouse. So we went around to the back, and there's this big red door banged on it. Nobody was there. Eventually, dude came out and took the tag, went to the back, and then disappeared for quite some time. Eventually, he came back with a bike and came up and was like, uh, is, is this your bike? Like, um, no, it looks nothing like that. Okay, let me go check. Gone for another ten minutes, come back. Uh, is this your bike? Like, no, no, dude, that, that ain't it either. So, third time, came back with at least a tricycle. It's like, uh, is this your bike? It's like, no. It's like, what, what are you doing, just taking random bikes? So anyway, eventually it's like, okay, you know what? You don't have it, we'll take the tag around the front, we'll get our money back, no big deal. So we go around front. It's like, yeah, the computer shows we have ten of these in stock. Apparently, the guy was just going around looking for assembled bikes and bringing them to us without actually looking at the part number on the tag. It's like, that's that's great. So, I mean, as I'm sitting there with the cashier, I'm joking with her. It's like, yeah, the dude back there didn't seem to know what he was doing. You know, he'd bring one back a stapler. Uh, is, is this your bike? So, I probably got the guy fired. I mean, I feel a bit bad about that. But So, anyway, have a great show. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Hello, podcast people. This is Kat or Jenna, and some of you know me as Frosty from the forum. 
So last year, a bunch of friends and I drove down to Pismo for a weekend just to, like, have fun. And so we drove down there, and my friend's BW bug, with four people in it, and then my other friend had a truck with two people in it. And we drove down there, and there's this beach where you pay five bucks, and you can drive and do, like, donuts on it. It's really fun. And my friend driving the BW, which I'm in, by the way, she decided to follow the truck, and the truck drives through, like, the water, and the BW gets stuck. So we're stuck in the water, and then, yeah, the tide comes in, and our car starts to, like, drift away, and we kind of push it back onto the beach, but nothing's happening, it's just stuck. So we sit there on the beach and watch our car drift away, and then when it's, like, 20 feet out, we realize that our purses and our money, our cell phones, are all in the VW, which is submerged underwater. So, yeah, now we're, like, nine hours from home with a truck that holds three people, and there's, like, eight of us, and we have no money. So, yeah, that was a fun weekend. Uh, I hope you enjoyed my story. Hi, James, and nobody's listening. This is Connie from Ohio. There is something very funny going on in front of me, and I just got to share it. I am behind a semi-truck, and there is a sign that says, Caution show chickens. I don't know about anyone else, but I'm looking for where the actual break in that sentence is. Caution show chickens or caution show chickens? Like if you're cautious, you are a chicken. It's very strange. There is no, uh, it's not open like a, a livestock thing. And so, I don't know, I just had to share that because that is the very, I've never seen anything like that. I'm passing it and there's nothing on the side. <laughs> so we just have caution show chickens or caution show chickens. Anyway, I just had to share that. Thanks. Bye. This cast is part of the Geek Media. www.thegeekmedia.com. Yeah.